two hosts. Tell me the most interesting thing on your mind right now. Sorry, I, 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 I was working on something. What was that? Two guests. You know, you guys really suck. Why is the floor wet? To one inept producer. Wikipedia! Wiki, wiki, Wikipedia! Four intriguing topics. They talk. You listen. Disappointment follows. Welcome to That Was Disappointing. Remember to tip your veal and try the waitress. Welcome, welcome. Welcome to our show. We are starting off with a wonderful disappointment of Dave, the producer, leading it off. And I see Art is just holding back his laughter. Also with us tonight is Allison, I mean, Joe, uh, Tim, Hello. and Dan. Welcome, guys. Hey. What's up? Well, What's was, everybody drinking this evening? It was amazing. Well, I, uh, I, I have, have Diet Pepsi and rum since nobody was talking, and then Joe started talking at the exact same time. So Diet, Diet Pepsi, Pepsi and rum, Diet Pepsi and rum, really. It's like what? Of disappointing. And, it's rum and coke. <laughs> Come on, now. It's, it's rum and coke for the guys who want to watch their figure. I'm, I'm also drinking a, a rum drink using a, the Kraken's limited edition black roast. You can't really see it because the camera effects, but uh, mixed with milk, which sounds really weird, but it makes this beautifully ugly gray and a delicious coffee tasting drink. <laughs> yeah, it does so it's, look very unappealing. Yeah, it's like squid ink in, in color. It, it's it's gross looking, so but it's is, is that a gray Russian? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I have a Bud Light lime myself, so. And you gave and me I, shit for my rum. And <laughs> yeah, sorry, I take it back, Art. I'm sorry. <laughs> I am uh, partying down with some Austin East Cider watermelon. It is an incredibly crisp, refreshing summer blast to the mouth. <laughs> and what about you, Dave? And my vagina is wonderful this week with a Corona seltzer, uh, blackberry lime. No offense to anybody out there who drinks Corona seltzer. It is a or has a vagina. Masculine yeah, or has a vagina. Or more importantly, people who have vaginas. Exactly. Yes. Yes. <laughs> wow. we, we love you, and we want you on the show. Um, we got a lot of masculinity here. We need that female opinion, and yeah, not dude. just Dave's. <laughs> Way to be basic. Hey, Joe. And it's how about old. you? Uh... <laughs> Joe, how about you start us off this week? Yeah, no problem, no problem. Okay, so the topic I have this week, um, with everything that's going on, a lot more people are eating out. Um, so my topic is, what do you all think is the most overrated food chain out there? Art, why don't you start us off? Wow. Restaurant um, chain, restaurant chain. Yeah, well, you're talking about fast food or restaurant, like proper sit-down um, restaurant? Anything that's a chain. Anything that's a chain? Um, man, that's that's tricky um, because I, I actually have a, a fondness for a whole lot of them. Um, we couldn't tell by your waistline. I know, right? Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what? I'm going to be hot take Jones here, and it's really going to be more apropos for the folks who are listening uh, west of Nevada, <laughs> but in and out. I'm going to have to say that In-N-Out is profoundly, profoundly blown out of proportion 
don't get me wrong. It's good. It's not the best. People who say it's the best need to calm the fuck down. It's good, but it is not the best. It's fresh. I give them credit for that. The menu's been the same for decades, which is nice. There's consistency. There's dependability. But for you gotta you gotta add some new shit. Throw some bacon into the mix every once in a while or something. But yeah, so I'd say that that's my choice. Here's the thing, um, because I really wrestled with my choice here, and In and Out was one of them uh, because I had been out on the West Coast a couple times to visit you, of course, Art. In and Out, I think they have excellent hamburgers. Their French fries are garbage. Their <laughs> French fries taste like cardboard, seriously. And um, yeah. and if I am waiting in a line to get into a line to get into the drive-through, I expect a little bit more. And I mean, you know, I've been to In-N-Out Burgers where there's a, like a 20 minute wait or, or longer, where there there is a lane out on the highway that that is actually reserved, like I mean, on a main highway, just reserved just to go into In-N-Out Burger. And if if that's the case, I expect the French fries to taste just a little bit better. Yes, sir. So I'm gonna just bounce back and and talk out of the other side of my mouth. The reason that they their French fries, I do agree, they are problematic if you get them as is. The problem with theirs is that because it is literally fresh. I mean, they take a potato, jam it through the little you know, cutting thing, and then they fry it right then. If you don't get it well done and either animal style or with cheese, then you are getting nothing but bland ass potato. What so the fuck it, is animal style? Animal, you, oh, oh, yeah. You, you, you can't really talk about in and out if you don't know what animal style yes, is. Yes, that's Sorry. the thing is you should have gotten it. I should have told you that was my fault for not advising you. That's the sort of shit that's right up your alley. Animal style is essentially French fries just doused in stuff like melted cheese, their special sauce, and all sorts of things. It's pretty good, but okay. their actual fries, they're not great. Yeah, I mean, you, you have a total point. The problem is you have to gust them up. But to round it back out, you shouldn't have to gust things up to make it acceptable. So, I don't know. I saw Dan sort of acknowledging when we were talking about the French fries there for a second, so. Okay, well, yeah, I mean, it, you definitely cross over into that territory of, and how many places are, are guilty of the cardinal sin of ketchup fries? I mean, <laughs> dude, they're called ketchup fries for a reason, like, because they're, they're shit. <laughs> I have but, to give you credit, I mean, you just taught me a new term, and I, I it's, it's great. <laughs> Dude, how have you missed out on ketchup fries? Like that's that's like just the to, to, to it's the easiest. How's your fries, man? Oh, they're fucking ketchup fries. Yeah. <laughs> I must be living under a certain rock out here because yeah, I've just never heard that phrase before, but I like it. But um, I mean, for me, I can go ahead and get up on my soapbox and put my head straight in the noose because I know everybody's gonna want to you know shoot me in the balls for this. But um. <laughs> Chick-fil-A is the most overinflated mm. bullshit <clears throat> on the face of the planet. Dude, it's just fucking chicken and pickles. Somebody's going to hell. <laughs> <laughs> they don't even know how to respond to that. <laughs> what are you talking about? They sell the sauces. Shut they, the hell they, up. They sell the sauces now at Walmart. Do you really need them or you just need the sauce? Wait, wait, hold 
Okay, now this is another thing. See, I don't go to Walmart, so they sell Chick-fil-A products at Walmart? <laughs> they dude, they have Polynesian sauce and Chick-fil-A sauce in wow. condiment bottles. Do they and also it, sell Taco Bell hot sauce there? Yes, they do. <laughs> Are you shitting all me? All of which, all of which immediately take five notches up on ketchup fries. Wow. And if you think about it. Chick-fil-A is a little bit like in and out burger with the whole, you know, getting in line just to place your, like, you know, oh, how, God. how they have people standing out there just to take your order. And then you actually get in the line. And once again, it can be 20 minutes to half an hour in line just to get your order. Yeah. Just the other day, I went to go get something not at Chick-fil-A, but at a restaurant next to a Chick-fil-A. And I ended up having to wait in line to get to the other restaurant because of Chick-fil-A. <laughs> Bleeding over. That's great. <laughs> what do you think, Tim? Um, it's probably going to be an unpopular opinion, but uh, I actually have to say Chipotle. Now, now, don't get me wrong. I love Chipotle. Mm-hmm. Their food is fantastic. It's really good. But it's it's the same problem you have with like we talk about in and out burger like the menu there's only so many things there's only so many options i will get very tired of it very fast if i try to eat it too frequently and and people talk about it like it's the next crumbing of christ and don't get me wrong i'll eat i'll eat some chips of guac like pretty much any time but i think it's uh, definitely overrated well, what about their queso? When they came out with the queso, uh, I thought that was a game changer. Oh, you just, you're not about it. Dan's got you. Dan, what's up? You mean oh my gosh. Shit. <laughs> dude, dude. Okay. Well, first off, I, I just want to throw out uh, five simple little letters that spell Kudoba. <laughs> okay, so I you definitely Kudoba. Gotta go Kudoba. I can't Which one came first? <laughs> dude, <laughs> Chip- <laughs> fucking Chipotle. Like, uh, when they did their queso, um, Oh my God, what a ruse because to show up and it was like, I swear I, I, I dipped one chip and I was like, cool. So this is like Tostitos, canned cheese and like fucking cauliflower dog food. Like I, it was just, <laughs> it, I, I, I'm pretty, stop being a flavor <laughs> Their consistency was on par with, um, 80 grit sawdust. Speaking of consistency, the the other issue I have with Chipotle a lot of the times is quality control in terms of their cuts of meat. I will, I will completely, completely agree with that. Some, some locations are fantastic, but like I'll go to to a place in uh, somewhere I haven't been before because I'm traveling or something like that. And I'll just get like nothing but like gristle and nastiness. And (laughs) no, that's absolutely unacceptable. And it happens way too often. I think the saddest thing is that I'm realizing that after all these years of not seeing Dan, I'm re- I-, I know that we can never actually go to a restaurant together. <laughs> so we apparently are diametrically opposed in our in our palates. <laughs> Every it time would, um, he says something, he hurts my heart. <laughs> uh, I was gonna it, go ahead, Dan. Go for it. Well, no, I was I was, I was gonna, gonna say like, ah, everybody's too gentlemanly. <laughs> Dan, you go first. Yes, Dan, please shirt plain and simple if we ever meet up disney either coast take your pick turkey legs churros i'll meet you in the middle we're cool with that all right good 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 deal. <laughs> i love it <laughs> i was gonna say of all the chains probably the one that i'm the most put off by and dave thomas will be rolling in his grave here i, I would have to say wendy's you son of a bitch <laughs> <laughs> i would have to say wendy's i've um, they don't have the long lines like In-N-Out or 
Chick-fil-A or anything like that. But the orders take a, tr I, I don't know if it's the same thing inside the restaurant as well, but when you're in the drive-thru, it seems like, it seems like you, if you're the only person there in the drive-thru, you can expect to wait at least 10 to 15 minutes, at, at least with the ones I've seen. And I'm not a fan of the French fries. Burgers are okay. Frosties are okay. I, but for the price that you pay there, just because I feel as though Wendy's is more expensive than most places. I know one time I got a uh, a value meal and I think a chili and it came to like close to $20. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> I was like, what the hell did I just pay for? Yes, Dan. Okay. Now, Adam, they never did this on Mythbusters, but in their defense fundamentally more difficult and taxing to cook a square patty that's true that's true that's true you got to maintain this the uh the shape but joe yes sir <laughs> i i just want to go ahead and put out there now um for anybody out there who has been interested in getting into the podcast realm or radio we actually have a new opening here at that was disappointing for host um, our friend Joe Lex is no longer available <laughs> to work for us anymore because he's a dick. So uh, <laughs> anybody else who Wait, would like to join us, that would be, that'd be uh, really great. I, I thought that was a requirement to work here. That is a requirement. <laughs> but with that, thank you, Joe. That hot take made me hurt and cry inside. Let's move <laughs> on to our next topic. That would be you, Tim. Oh, sorry. Oh. Shit. Dave. Oh, my God. You're right. See, no I got love. so used Very to Dave. Dave has to give our points first. Sorry, Jeez. Dave's yeah. running the show, too. Sorry, Dave. Uh, you go ahead. Yeah. Uh, we got a tie this time. Uh, Tim with two points and Joe with two points. I had to look up in Los Angeles, the only area that I know that has all four locations. But both of those had two stars average on Yelp. <laughs> Where the other ones had much higher. So, uh, great job. Two points for Tim, two points for Joe. And uh, Dan and Tim, don't feel bad just because the points make absolutely no sense. So, what are you talking so. about, Joe? It's like, whose line is it anyway? You know, the Especially since matter. Dave dropped the points down to single digits instead of his fun thousand million or whatever he was doing before. <laughs> Maybe he'll bring them back someday. We'll see. Let's hear from Tim. Whatever. I'm going to win. All right. So, anyway, um, yeah, I was thinking. Now let's try not to like you know spiral into a, a depressing loop with this one. But I was gonna think like, oh god, if you could go back and change one thing in your life, you know what would it be? But like I said, keep in mind it's 2020. People have enough reasons to be depressed. Let's try and keep it a, a kind of funny or interesting. All right. Well, um, I would say deciding to do this whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, should I go ahead and go first? Does anybody else want to jump in there? Uh, please, yeah, I, need it, to, I need to pick out so, which exactly of my long list of mistakes I'm going to choose. <laughs> I fucked up a lot, so I got to think about it. <laughs> so, yeah, I was thinking about it, and it's like, you know, the whole chaos theory butterfly effect thing. If you do change something, like, what else could change? So, like, it's kind of risky to say anything, but, like, I don't. I, nobody's getting away with, like, backing out saying they wouldn't change anything. Like, let's assume hypothetically there's, like, some cosmic entity that says that they will make you and everyone you care for suffer if you don't play along and change something. <laughs> These um, are some deep rules. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> You've thought about everything, Tim. Realistically, um, I think I, I've given it a lot of thought, and I think I would just really kind of focus more on 
doing the things that I really enjoy, uh, i.e. acting, actually, if nothing else, just so I could fill out my IMDb profile a little more so it doesn't sound like I'm a porn star. Um, <laughs> we'll talk about that later. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, I mean, there's a lot of things that, that, that might change down the line, but ultimately, like, most of the things that I really care about either happened at a young enough age or at least we're like in the process of starting. Like my, my wife and I met in high school. So like, I don't have to worry about that being something that would change necessarily. I mean, it's possible, I suppose, but, but yeah, like I would just love to have gone and done more acting and things. And I'm still trying to do a little bit here and there, but it's just, you know, you get to a point where there's like so much responsibility and like time investments that you have. It's, it's really tough to find stuff now. So I would go back and I would just, bullshit like whatever it doesn't even matter like stupid things i would just go out there and get on stage get into stuff and you know have fun with it makes sense sorry didn't set up any good jokes or anything on that one i'm sorry but uh, you know it's okay sometimes if uh we aren't uh you know a laugh a minute it's okay to be a little earnest uh you know dan i want to i want to hear from you man i want to know what you would have changed if Dan's not ready, I can go. Well, it, it's it, it, uh, okay. Fuck. Look at that face. Um, That's the face of a man full of regrets. Come on. Yeah, but like it, it's, and this is going to sound like so corny, but it, it's, I don't know, man. Like I, I in in the uh, tradition of the whole butterfly effect scenario and everything, it's like for all of the fuck ups and all of the flaws and mistakes and and. Uh, just everything the um you know it's 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 the journey not the destination it's the whole like you know where i'm at now this is where i'm supposed to be kind of thing and it's like you know the people that i screwed over the friends that i had the friends that i lost like uh just all that shit it's the culmination of you know we're still here proof that like you know you made it through that so like it it, is weird as it is to say um, I, uh, really don't think there's anything that, uh, I, I would take back or anything that I would change uh, is hurtful and brutal and whatever. It's just all part of it. There's not like a, an incident where like you go back and like, I, I, I wouldn't have eaten that fish, you know, <laughs> I was going to say maybe no, that's what uh, brought him here. Dan. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like Dan would have stayed in the, the, the very, very, very short lived band that we were somewhat kind of apart together with uh, another guy named Mike. We were see, he doesn't Mike even Royston? remember. See, that's <laughs> was it Mike Royston? Yeah, <laughs> we were. Dude, well, I with so band. many different people back then. I like, know that was the thing, dude. No, the, Joe, there was a br- sidebar to all this. There was a brief period of time where I was like playing in a band with Kenny, Kenny Hopkins. Okay. And uh, also played in something with Mike and Dan for a hot second, but they were actual real musicians and I wasn't. So I think <laughs> that really helped bow the whole thing out. I was going to um, say, like, go ahead, Joe. Sorry. No problem. I, 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 nothing relationship wise just because you know as 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 dan was saying you know everything has brought us here for a reason i went through a few different relationship relationships excuse me some good some bad prior to meeting my wife and i would like to think that the good and bad times prepared me for my soulmate so i don't really so i don't so there's nothing i would really change about any of those sure i wish that a few of the the 
bad relationships maybe weren't as bad. However, I will say this, I will give a concrete example. Um, I had a falling out with some friends uh, my senior year of college um, with a very good friend. Um, was um, it, I live with these three guys, two guys just for whatever reason, uh, we did not get along with each other. And I take partial blame for that. Um, uh, just cause I, I, I was no angel either. And, um, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, just cause I, I was no angel either, but, um, you know, I had a falling out with these three guys, uh, the one of whom was <laughs> the one of whom Dave is mocking me right now. One of whom was my best friend in college. And, uh, you know, I haven't really talked to him since I had a, um, I had a, epiphany after I got married just because I mentioned it to my wife and she said you know you should reach out to him and I did and I said you know hey I'm sorry for the, the way things went back then and and he messaged me back basically saying yeah it's all right but you know I don't really want to be friends with you so you know I was like yeah, you, you know what that's cool blah 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 but it sucks looking back that this guy who was you know me and him were bosom buddies just because art you knew him dave i think you knew him um you know it sucks that such a good friendship um was lost so i mean it again all of that prepared me for what i am today and that is a better friend to so many other people however it does suck that i did lose that that one really close friendship and that's my one regret that's the one thing i wish i could change Yes, Dan. You know, boring. Just to bounce back, boring. Well, like that whole point you made about, like, oh yeah, you know, the uh, the relationships that I had in the past, like, prepared me for the love of my life, or you know, to oh, get boy. me to this point where I met my wife and stuff. And it's like, do you ever look back on old relationships or old girlfriends and like think to yourself, like, you could literally be what they claim on their insurance, like when they go to therapy and shit. Like <laughs> for all that preparedness, that your wife got it's a distinct like, possibility. Oh God! Okay, how have we time... not had either of these guys on until now? They have such insightful <laughs> things. <clears throat> That's a really good point. It's so funny too because I thought you were going to go a very different way with that, Dan. <laughs> I like what you did. No, I, I've uh, I've definitely um, caused some trauma over the years. Still, still in the trauma in the kindest continues. and most loving and consensual of oh. ways. It's, oh yeah, I love you so much. I'll drive you insane with it. Damn. It seems like it seems like everybody but Tim, because Tim married his high school sweetheart. That that everybody but Tim has, including including Dave, that the four of us have all dealt with some heartbreak in life so. i've been perfectly fine and well, happy the whole time well to be fair there is there's a significant gap actually in in, gotcha. in that relationship uh for a couple of years uh, <laughs> that, that, we don't have time for right now but that will be for stories about uh, radio that you put your heart on the line we'll stomp it out um <laughs> i'll just bring this really quick to a close my answer actually isn't all that grand <clears throat> the uh, without doing the big deep dives honestly the biggest thing that i would say without you know ignoring the butterfly effect and everything um i have no regrets really truly i don't really have any i'm, I'm one of those who believes everything we've done be made us who we are but the one thing i would be curious to see 
in an alternate reality is what my life would have been like had I actually moved to Los Angeles when I was originally intending to, which was in 2001. So I didn't move out here for another six years. So I would have been very curious to see how that life would have been. I don't regret coming out later. Honestly, I'm actually happy I came out later because to be honest, I probably would have been dead by now. Um, I had at least six more years of logic and intelligence behind me, but I still acted pretty damn stupid when I came out here. So I can only imagine coming out here as a young, young dude and all the bad decisions I would have made. So that's the only thing I would have been curious to see. Um, at least that I'll talk about on this show. <laughs> Dave, how are we doing? Oh, I'm going to give 69 points to our porn star, Tim, whose IMDb includes Rough Love, Donkey Punch, Double Dutch, and our favorite, The, the Money, Money Shot. Shot. <laughs> oh, that's not, the, that's not the sound effect I want to play at all. Of course it's not. This is the one. There you are. <laughs> so wait, tell us more about Donkey Punch, Tim, before we hop on to the next thing. So Donkey Punch was actually uh, it was part of one of the film projects where it was uh, like a timed thing. I, there were a couple of those that I did. Oh, uh, the, the, short, one the, the 48 hour things? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, like 48 hour. Donkey Punch was actually a longer one. It was like, uh, I can't remember, it was like a month or two months or something like that. You had to do it. But it was a uh, weird project. We shot like uh, everything was uh, filmed with a GoPro attached to a rig that like oh, stuck out from me yeah. and was pointing at me. Um, That's pretty cool. So a, That's like the, um, they did that shit in Crank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was really interesting as I started in the trunk of a car uh, for like the one scene and had to like climb out with this big stupid rig on. And uh, but the the uh, the plot of it has to do with uh, something that happened to me because of some shit I was talking at BronyCon. Um, uh, well, all I can say <laughs> is just don't give away too much, you know. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler alert. All right, uh, Dan, what's your topic? Uh, all right. I, um, well, I, I was like tossing up like two and one was like really normal. And then like one was kind of oh, like bad. more risque. <laughs> risque. And then I think, uh, yeah, dude, I definitely <laughs> hit the vape pen enough times today. So, um, all right. uh, that's, that's, that's my jam right there. I feel you. Yeah. So like, uh, <laughs> I, really it's like, and everybody's got at least one. It's, um, what kind of like weird shit. Like, what kind of weird habit or ritual do you have when you go to the bathroom? Oh, I can't wait to hear Lex's. <laughs> <laughs> well, because, like, I'm definitely one of those, like, um, I got to be free, man. Like, like I can't be inhibited by any kind of, like, Clothing. Uh, fa- fabrical restrictions. Yeah, like. It, Dan uh, took mine. Yep. Oh my God, we're so, all the so, same. So, so, so Dan, you're you're like at the urinal and you like rip your shirt off and put your pants to your ankles. No, man, and... but like, okay, so there you go. So that's that's the weirdness to it. So like, I do construction during the day, and obviously, I'm restricted to porta pot. So porta pot, you got to get like, I mean, you know, uh, like definitely hats off. I've got my Cirque du Soleil, like you know fucking license or whatever and i can spy i can miles morales myself into like a shitting position and um it's all good and then if i'm at home it's like oh my god like fuck i've got way too much on like let's like let's do this thing freedom and and style and uh and uh 
squatty potties and yeah it's it's <laughs> dude I, I i live it up like and the best part of it is um i obviously have a master bathroom in my bedroom but it there's a window in there no fan i i have to have a fan it's my one <laughs> like it, it, so i my 13 year old daughter's bathroom and she is um not a fan <laughs> at all. Not a fan. No, but um, I, I, I'd love to hear like, you know, what, what, what kind of shenanigans do you boys get into? I'm the, I'm the exact same way, Dan. Um, if I'm not, at, uh, obviously if I'm not at, obviously if I, if I'm at work, I'm not taking my clothes off, but, <laughs> but when I'm, but the nice thing Sissy. is, <laughs> but the nice thing is being a, being a, fed i get to work from home right now and so you know so my bathroom um is my home bathroom and whenever i go to the bathroom my wife finds it so weird that i take all my clothes off um there's just something freeing about it i like you said dan i don't know what it is but <laughs> this this manly hairy beast me you know be being Buck naked and going to the table. So disgusted right now. <laughs> just, just using and just using the bathroom and and it drives her. It's I know she has a lot of questions because not only do it, you know not only do I take all my clothes off but I'm also usually in there a long time because I'm reading or something. It's something us guys do. I, I don't know why. Yeah. You know, to the point where one of the where and I keep on doing this to myself, and I have no idea why. Where I read, well, that too, but but <laughs> but, but but I where I fall asleep, you know, where my legs. Wait, you wait, you fall asleep? No, 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 no. Hear me out. Where my legs fall asleep, and I can't wake them up. And Jesus I'm like, Christ, you shit so long, you have truck driver legs? <laughs> yeah, and then so much, shit so all of a sudden, he's so in long. like some sort of deleted scene from the Saw franchise where he has to try to escape. <laughs> and, it's, and it's like, you know, it's the worst pins and needles feeling in the world. And I just like, and it's like, like you walk around like an old man just trying to, to get some sort of sensation back down there and How it's, are your hemorrhoids joe <laughs> i i actually don't I well actually you'll don't. you'll have them soon enough if you keep Not that you know, safer sitting on the toilet that long yeah, yeah i don't just... know i i don't know gents i i've been doing this a long time now and i think i'm okay so far but okay no, have I, you ever I, you know that the longer uh behavior is is perpetrated the greater the percentage of opportunity there is for af you know bad things to happen so all I'm saying is keep doing what you're doing. And at some point, things are just going to fall out. Okay. I'll take your word for it. Hasn't happened yet. Well, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> Who wants to go next? Art, Tim? I'll, I'll jump in. Um, <laughs> I, I do have like a, a kind of, I guess, sort of strange preference for a specific bathroom in the house despite oh, having yeah. like the master bathroom like yeah, you said dude. <laughs> the one in my basement is just it's it's a little bit spacier it's it's just it's just more comfortable to me and it's even far though it's away like, well yeah well i don't know it depends i mean if, if i'm working at home it's kind of like right around the corner but but yeah 
I, 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 <laughs> I use that one. And then I guess the weird, weirdest thing is like, uh, I'm not like completely OCD about things, but you know, I do have concerns about germs sometimes. So like when I'm deucing, I'll, you know, finish dropping it. I'll actually get up, close the lid, flush the toilet, <laughs> lift the lid back up. Oh no. Do my wiping. Toss the toilet paper in, shut the lid, flush the toilet. <laughs> Hold on. Flag on the play. <laughs> How does this not complicate the cleanup in terrible proportions? I mean, I'm not, okay, sorry, everybody. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, first of all, everybody out there, you can tell that toilet humor is my Achilles heel. So I'm <laughs> laughing so hard. I'm trying to figure out how to say this without being profoundly gross. So how do you, do you, do you, do you, do you keep a separation of the cheekage? Because otherwise I'm just imagining you're standing up and, and like sticking an eclair between your fists. So how do you, how do you not make things worse? I'll do, I'll, I'll, I'll do like a preliminary, like quick wipe for any like large pieces that might still be around. I really should have put a, I, I wish I would have known the topic. I would have, I would have fucking put a disclaimer at the beginning of the section. <laughs> So for the three listeners we still have after this who are done listening to shit stories, <laughs> you, you get a, po- a bonus point for sticking around. Everybody shits. I, yeah, it's but true. like, I just, I love, I, I like, it, I, I really wasn't sure where this was going to go. And I love <laughs> Well, Tim's here story. we are. Now we're like, learning something about Tim. You, I, I mean, Dude, Tim, I totally keep see going on, Tim. Pun, your story about your fucking three flush act structure here. Yeah, I, I, yeah, dude, please. <laughs> it's I like love the, hero. the whole process of like, I'm picturing this whole like grenade pin in the mouth, throw it in, close the <laughs> lid, step back. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm seeing totally this like hero's journey of, of him pooping. But, you know, I like the grenade pin visual. I am right there with the fan though. Uh, so, so I think myself, uh, I know Dan mentioned it and Tim, I think you just mentioned a fan as well. Uh, I just, you know, I, I had to have a bathroom with a fan. Well, apparently we're all really gross human beings and we do need fans. We're guys. Of course we're gross. Well, yeah. I mean, and we're sitting there talking about eating Wendy's and (laughs) fucking in and out (laughs) and Chipotle. So of course we're just setting ourselves up for failure. Man, it's the drone. It's the simple drone of the fan. Look, clearly, uh, it puts you I've peace, lived right? in this. Yeah, I've lived in this house for fourteen years. I've been in the attic. My fart fan does not exhaust fart. out the back of the house. It's literally just taking shit particles and blowing them directly into the insulation. So it, it's <laughs> it's just that that peaceful drone that hum that just like I don't know. You center your chakra and everything just. <laughs> makes its way out like it's just yeah, yeah it's chakra it, 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 it's flawless seriously if I, if I was to go on like some crazy business trip and couldn't sleep and somebody had like a recording of my hallway bathroom fan I'd be like oh yeah good I'm good I honestly oh. have to write down the timestamp because someone I don't know who it was but someone said ass chakra and that's going to get made into a drop. So, and, I do, and, and, and one one thing before our one thing before Art goes, just because Art, you know, Art, you know, Art still has to weigh in on, on this topic here. 
I hate when you're at work with like bathroom stalls and such, when somebody takes the stall next to yours, when you're taking a shit, it, 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 it just gives me stage fright. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> but they never, they never go in the stall when you're taking a shit. They go in the stall the moment it's about to happen. Yes. And you're yes. like, yeah, it, 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 yeah. And it's, you know, dude, that's a great idea though. Like for public restrooms and stuff, like, I don't know how you could invent this. I don't know if anybody's in the biomed field or anything An ass silencer. <laughs> all for it <laughs> what are we spending our research dollars on if not for silencing corona <laughs> come on we can't beat this thing <laughs> we can shut down those loud shits at work <laughs> what oh, do you have that art all right um all right you know what i'll i'll go with one thing that's kind of weird this is this this is only when i'm at work though um i don't know why it's like, yeah, I'm a bigger dude, but I'm not like, you know, I'm not like 600 pound life here, but I just need space. So I hunt for the handicap stall. Oh, you bastard. Oh, hey, 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 hold on a second, though, before everybody starts throwing stones of judgment at my work and both buildings, we don't have anybody in staff right now who currently needs a handicap stall. There's nobody who needs it. If there was, I'd feel terrible. But I can tell you, I know everybody who's working there. Nobody needs one. So it's free reign. So that's my thing is I just need space. And it's not because I, I, I pull a Joe or a Dan where I'm like disrobing, you know, and folding my clothes like it's some sort of weird Stephen King novel. I'm like, I'm going to put my pants over here. No, it's I just like to have the room. And you know what it is? because a lot of stalls have that weird, creepy crack between the door. And no matter what people do, they pretend oh. like they don't mean to, but everybody who walks by a stall door does that little side look. Oh yeah. Kinda goes right through. <laughs> and you have that weird moment of eye contact. Handicap stalls, that shit does not happen because you're around the corner. So I guess that's my thing. That's my thing. Dave, how would you score this? All right, so I have to totally disagree with Art on the handicap stall because working in a federal government, I actually had a handicap seat with the two side, like, push them up things, and my fat ass wouldn't even fit in that. I don't know what skinny handicapped person. What kind of place do you work at? I've never seen that before. Another, another, have, another issue with the handicap stalls, I didn't think about this until just now, is a lot of this, them have taller toilets that's that can true that is always harder weird, to go. then you feel like you're perched like a gargoyle it's kind of it's so people don't have to stoop down oh no I, I understand why i'm saying it makes it harder yeah, to do i don't like it do. it's like the squatty potty makes it so you're going lower but now they're making it so that you have to sit okay this is a topic for another day we, we can't we cannot on <laughs> point stay please help moving us. on moving speaking on. of weird toilets a british startup company called standard toilet designed a toilet with a slanted seat and it yeah. hopes to make people to stop using their phone for extended periods while on the toilet. So, it's so Joe, you're shit out of luck. Literally. Literally. actually going to give Joe the point because he could not fall asleep on this toilet. Joe, 2,000 points. Thanks, sir. <laughs> wow. Damn. Joe, you just took a commanding lead. Absolutely. Um, all right. So for my topic, I, I want to discuss sequels to franchises that come decades later <laughs> we're seeing this right now with bill and ted this also happens right now with top gun 
you could argue that it happened with Jurassic Park when they did Jurassic World. It's not a reboot, it's continuing the story. Are these things necessary? I mean, Jurassic Park's a little bit different because there was three movies that came out in relatively close succession before they did the fourth. But Top Gun, we waited 30-some years for Top Gun 2. Um, I mean, like, and Bill and Ted, again, the same thing. Are these necessary? Are they needed? Are they worthless? What What is the deal with these, you know, trying to, trying to stick you know, these defibrillators on old ass, not even franchises, just old ass stories. What's, what's everybody's I, thoughts on that? I can answer that. Hollywood has run out of ideas. Bingo! And, seriously. And just so you know, it was just announced recently that, you know, this is not a movie, but remember the 80s sitcom, Who's the Boss? Yeah. It's coming back with a grown-up, Tony and his daughter, Alyssa Milano. Angela, you know, with here's what, that. Well, that's uh, no, here, actually, I want to pump, pump the brakes a bit. I want to be clear. It's not uh, sorry, I should have been clear. I'm talking about movies, TV shows. They do have a history of doing this. I mean, Punky Brewster, they have a new version coming out where Punky's now got a daughter. Um, like you're talking about with Who's the Boss, they did Fuller Family. I want to talk the about the movies. Thought. It's yeah. the same thought. Hollywood has run out of ideas, just like you know, and and Hollywood encompasses not only movies but tv shows as well it does but as dave very apropos points out incredibles 2 came out like 14 years some how many years later and that was actually a really good movie you know so i haven't seen it so i wouldn't know you have a kid how have you not seen incredibles not 2? Yet. yes dan wait yeah you haven't seen incredibles 2 nah there's there's something sentimental there that uh it's okay fair enough long story, we'll go long there story. But okay, so no, no, we're gonna go ahead and put pause on everything, and we want to hear Joe's sentimental story because I could see him squirming in the seat. Just kidding, Joe. My seat. No, the the mm-hmm. original Incredibles movie was the last movie I watched with my mom before she passed away. Okay, so well, I don't way to so. bring it down, Joe. Uh, you hey. asked for it, asshole. Yeah, yeah, for, <laughs> right? Thanks, Art. <laughs> Thanks, Art. <laughs> <laughs> um, Okay, but okay. So Dave just brought up a great point. Mad Max Fury Road. Um, uh, another one that's supposed that should have come out by now was um, Ghostbusters, the new Ghostbusters. I'm not necessarily sure that it's about um, that these were tremendously successful films. Um, Bill and Ted, obviously, that didn't kill at the box office. But what do those? What do these? decades later sequels all tend to have in common they are reviving cult classics it it, it is hollywood's trend of fan service of catering to what people say they want whether anybody really wants it or not and it, it is it's these cult classics that they're bringing back and trying to rehash i mean i i know that there have been an abundance of sequels over the years, but if you look at um, what Bloomhouse did with Halloween and essentially made that a decades later sequel because they cut everything in the middle out and it, that's just, it's what they do. And it, I think uh, Joe hit it, hit the nail right on the head. Hollywood's out of ideas. Hollywood can't come up with anything. The cocaine well of ideas 
from the <laughs> 80s has dried up, and that's why the Gremlins and the Ghostbusters and all that shit's coming back, because that's well, what we at- love, and we we have money now. We grew up with it. We have money. So I, I think that, like, in, in my opinion, it's kind of a grab bag of whether or not it's actually – necessary or like uh, good in any way because some of these are very clearly this is fan service we're not putting too much effort into it we're just going to kind of do what we think the fans want and then there's other ones i feel like honestly the update's probably a good thing i think with something like bill and ted for example is actually probably a really good thing because like if you think about it like the uh like one of the core messages like one of the big things in bill and ted like be excellent to each other it was about you know just being cool and if you watch those movies, there's some things in there that are really not cool and are actually pretty cringy in hindsight. <laughs> so it's kind of a nice uh, opportunity for them to kind of like update it for a more uh, more modern take. And and you know some of them are just crap. What was cringy? So it, it's, what was yeah. cringy? Just because I, I I don't remember there. Do you there. want to go down um, this road, Joe? Yeah. It, do, it, do we really want to get into that? <laughs> in in no, modern. Remember. PC socially acceptable world. Um, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure um, oh, yeah, does they did. not stand the test of time. Ooh, no, they, 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 well, they did. They did a lot of uh, a, a lot of um, uh, sexual orientation jokes. Yeah, that were you know, standard of mid nineties males. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's the same sort of thing that we talked about in episode or two back about, you know, how the difference between... I got it. You know, okay. Blazing saddles and stuff, yeah. So, yeah, it does not age very well like a fine wine. So you're right. I guess this is an opportunity for them to sort of rewrite the the experience a bit. Um, I guess for me, it's interesting when I think about movies like Bill and Ted's and Top Gun. Um, it's like Bill and Ted's, you know, call us a hot take. I, I, I hadn't seen it uh, for a very long time. And I went back and watched it and I was just like, wow, this movie is terrible. It is just, it's so insufferable. Um, oh, asshole. how dare you? No, it, it was just a really, really bad movie. And you know what it is? I'm no, okay it's not. with it. Yes, it is. It's a terrible film. And I'm okay with it if it's justified. Instead, I always thought these guys were stoners. You go back, there's nary a reference about drugs at all. They're just stupid. And I think that I have problems. You know what? I just have problems with stupidity. I just oh look, he's holding up his fucking Bill and Ted's poster. All right, you son of a bitch. That's right. Well, you know I, what? You came will be down with my Chick Fil A, so you know what? We're having <laughs> issues. Bill and Ted got eighty percent of Rotten Tomatoes. You know Who what? the fuck is voting for that? Dan, just ig- Dan, just oh, you know ignore- what? Rotten Tomatoes is because that's what the people say, and the people are just dumb. I don't believe it. Dan, yeah, the just people eat Chick Fil A. I mean, that's a fair point. Just, yeah, people are dumb that's that's a very fair just point. ignore art just ignore art i i watched a movie just recently for the first time ever that i'm sure art will tell me is one of the greatest movies of all time it was a three-hour snore fest called magnolia and it and it was such, <laughs> it was such no 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 <laughs> i i won't necessarily say it's one of the greatest i haven't seen that movie in over 10 years but i will say it is there's valid things about it but it's most definitely one of pt anderson's most pretentious works that's for sure which ironically enough i love that movie <laughs> i'll take bill and ted incredible in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's, he's, he's like i love bill and ted and i love magnolia it's all good <laughs> dude and and to boot magnolia soundtrack 
what a strong showing from that's Amy true. Mann. That's like, true. Like, holy I'm not a shit. Big yeah, yeah, dude, you got that song William H. Macy loves that he plays over and over again. That shit's a fucking earworm, man. I wanted to give the jerking well, and I actually did give give the jerking off motion, the 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 wanking motion in that scene where every principal actor was singing along to that song. It was one of the lamest things I ever saw in film. <laughs> I'm sorry. Shut the hell up. <laughs> I'm sorry. Shut the hell up. <laughs> <sighs> I yeah. um, well, that's a different subject because you know what I, I'd say this, Joe. It'll be valid if there was a sequel to Magnolia in the works. But way to talk off topic, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> well, then you got to try even harder, <laughs> Tim. Would <laughs> would you have to add here? Um, I mean, outside of what I was saying earlier uh, about it being like a big mixed bag, um, there's some I'm really excited for, um, but. I mean, like not to talk off topic too much, but right now I just I'm tempering any expectations I have for film, if, if for no other reason, just because like when the hell's it yeah, gonna come out? Very good point. But uh, yeah. <laughs> no, go ahead. no, go ahead. I was just gonna say, and I have to call out uh something that is near and dear to Art's heart here, but Disney is one of the worst offenders with what he's talking about right now. With you know, oh, yeah. blow it out your ass <laughs> with the the live action, you know, Beauty and the Beast and Mulan and this and that. And it's like, I am not the Lion King. And it's yeah. such horse shit that they're just, that they're just doing the exact same movie over again, just a couple decades later. Hey, look, I'm not going to disagree at all. I don't know if that technically, I don't know if that technically counts for the topic. Though, Ooh, that's sequel. right. These are re-envisionings. Really? Boom. Nailed it. Oh yeah. But you're yeah. absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Well, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's the point of the show, Tim. It's disappointing. Tim, before you were rudely interrupted by Lex, what were you going to say? Oh no, I was, I was, I was more or less out. I fucked it. I've got very mixed feelings on this subject, and and I think I've made that relatively clear. I see. <laughs> cool. But go ahead, Art. What do you have to add? <laughs> oh, I already added what I had to say. Well, I'm um, I'm I'm curious if there's anything else you'd like to add. You you, you know, just because what are you uh, trying to uh, bait me? What are you doing? Uh, even Dave's looking he's like <laughs> even Dave's like what are you getting? So Lex? Please enlighten me. Please enlighten you about what? Tell us uh, more, about... please, about how much you hate the wild stallions, you bastard. <laughs> 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 I am curious what they're gonna do with uh with uh, uh what was George Carl Carlin's character's Rufus. name? Rufus. 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 Uh, yeah, uh, how they're. I'm guessing there will be like a tribute to him. So probably. I mean, here's the, here, to, to be honest so, about this whole thing. I honestly, I talk again out of both sides of my mouth. There are. I, I think it really comes down to, you know, the the preference of um, decades afterwards sequels or extensions to a franchise. You know, it only really matters and counts if you had a heartfelt connection and an appreciation for the original material because they're honestly just playing on your nostalgia. Yes, it is part of it of Hollywood not having ideas. But the other part of it is it's it's all a money game. Hollywood isn't in this business for altruistic exactly. purposes. They're not making multi-million dollar movies out of the kindness of their hearts. They're making it to make money. So they're going to go and lean on what's going to make them money. And those things are proven things, whether they failed in the box office or not, did they have a VHS or DVD life. 
And secondly, what is the fan service that they're trying to do? And I think that if you like to film, then yeah, it's kind of it's it's kind of cool to see something come up decades later to take you home, like the Ghostbusters uh, sequel. I'm actually really looking forward to that because I'm pumped for that. I mean, the trailer was killer, and I'm very curious to see what they're going to do. So I think it 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 lands both sides of the spectrum. You know, if you didn't care about the original film, why the fuck would you care about this this thing later? But if you did care about it, it makes you excited to revisit it again because it honestly makes you touch the inside of your happy feelings from back then. Dan? Uh, you know, sadly, though, like, and coming back to the Ghostbusters thing, like, you know, Joe brought up this great point about, you know, the uh, tribute to George Carlin. And... Alex Winter in interviews uh, for years tried to get the whole Bill and Ted thing going, and it was never an issue of Keanu not wanting to do it. Obviously, he's been an extremely busy guy. But in this whole nostalgic, you, you know, uh, re-envisioning and bringing things back, like, it, it's sad. Like, you lose Carlin. You lose Harold Ramis, which yeah. they're just going to yeah. have to do another tribute and – you know, sometimes it's better just to maybe let these things ride off into the sunset, how we remember them. Hats off to Bob Gale and Robert Zemeckis for saying, so long as there's air in their lungs, Marty McFly and Doc Brown stay just how they are. Exactly. Amen to that. All right, oh, Dave, what's the score? So much nostalgia. There's uh, 35 years in between Top Gun and Top Gun Maverick. Uh few years less than the ghostbusters so i'm going to give out 35 points i'm going to give this 35 points to let's give it to dan because i like i won i won i was gonna say it still doesn't help joe got like 2,000 points (laughs) (laughs) but you lose because your legs fall asleep when you poop that's right (laughs) you know and that everybody do you really because you know what if you're still listening everybody's lost because you're here with us now, and that's terrible. Um, does anybody have anything they would like to plug or share before we uh, call this? That's to what a she quote? said. No. Dan, Dan, anything going on in your life you care to put out? Anything you're in the mix for? Or? Um, no. All right. Awesome, Tim. Anything for you? <laughs> Uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm working on finding uh, a project worth plugging. All right. Well, nothing to plug. What a disappointment. That's true. That is a disappointment. But I actually do have something to plug. So I will uh, do so oh. with this fun music bed. So there was a film that I made, and it was called The Money Shot. And it actually featured the actor known as Tim Cook, who is on this call right now, as well as Joe Lex. Who said, yo, who's your dad? As well as Joe Lex. And Dave Johnny here. All of us were in it. Dan, sorry. I think we had lost connection at the time. Otherwise, you could have been a part of that. But just wanted to say, if you like terrible, terrible, terrible movies and you can find the humor in the endeavor that we tried, check out The Money Shot on Amazon Prime Video. And Dave, what have you got? Yeah, I actually got something. Uh, Art's question today was brought to you by Joshua Cortez, one of our listeners. He actually filled out the form. You can find that on Facebook. If you go to That Was Disappointing podcast, uh, look us up and you can submit your own question. Yeah, thank you very much for your question. I appreciate it. I had nothing prepared and I needed that. So as always, a reminder, if you like the show, please subscribe and tell your friends. If you didn't, 
don't tell anybody because we don't need the bad numbers. And until next time, we're going to go ahead and sing you out with the dulcet tones of our voices. I got the blues. I got the blues. I got the blues. I you're an inspiration for birth control